Hey, 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 folks. Brandon Beliso here. It is Monday, September 13th, right here on the West Coast, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am Brandon Beliso, and welcome to a special edition of Success Never Sleeps with myself and my good buddy, Roland Osborne. We're going to be talking about the bully awareness movement, and I'll bring Roland on shortly into the mix. Uh, but we're going to go through the standards that we always need to go through. We know next month with Bully Awareness Month, it's a unique opportunity for school owners to not only position themselves in the community as the go-to when it comes to creating awareness around bullying and giving people concrete uh, data and giving them concrete systems and techniques and methods of marketing and all those cool things. And Roland's got this dialed in. So I know you have questions. Share those questions when that time comes and when I got Roland aboard. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so let's go through this. Let me make sure that I start by thanking my sponsors. My sponsors, my sponsors. Of course, we have my studio, my studio, Tule and the gang. I get to see them this week when I go out to Fairfax, Virginia for the My Studio Operations Summit. Simply, my studio is the best CRM system out there, and, and I share this all the time. What's indicative of great software is updates. I know it can be a pain in the behind, but a great software is constantly updating, updating, innovating, updating, updating. Think of your Apple iPhone. How often do you get some iOS update? Every week? Every week. So please embrace that. I see it a lot at the groups. People get bummed out. Oh, now you're making another change. Now you're making another change. If anything, I would be applauding those changes because you know they have the vision to move that software forward where it really is customer-centric and serves our customers and in turn gives us more freedom to do what we love, which is teach and increase our bottom line. Kids love life skills. Subscription-based model, character development system. It's, it's gone like into a whole nother. We're like on 10.0. We have coloring sheets. We have live talks. We have student parent discovery sheets. You know, we have handouts. We have badges. We have dots. We have so many things going on, but most of all, we have the relationship with our partners that we invest in passionately, right? We're not a badge company. People don't come to us to buy badges. People come to us because they want to partner with somebody that is, is well-versed on character development and life skills education. And we are proof of that. I share that in the last show. We are at 115 new students for August between two locations. 115. I think those numbers are great. And you know why? Parents view us as an investment for their child, not an extracurricular and investment because we position ourselves as a life skills educator in our community. So bang. If you don't know who Kids Love Life Skills is, talk to Marco Mazzola. He's here in the thread and he'll get you all hooked up. LC Accounting, you know, my sister Letitia, who's, who does BJJ, she does Kenpo. She's also a bookkeeper and accountant. She has been my savior through all these challenging times. She's my voice of reason. She's my sounding board and she's my sister. She works with Steven Reinstein at Marco Muscles. She works with Chris Rodriguez at, at GoPro Agency. So she's got some good clients under her belt and she's somebody you should look at for your financial and bookkeeping needs. And of course, market muscles. I looked today and I think we're at something like 80 leads for the month of September, 80 leads. It's just been crazy off the hook. In August, we did like 235 leads and the band played on. You know, since moving to a market muscles website, things have changed dramatically. We're not really running Facebook ads or Google AdWords or anything. And we're just kind of, you know, seeing how this plays out. And honestly, up to this point, I have no complaints. With 115 new students last month, I know Market Muscles is a big part of that. And so I'm very grateful to them. What do I got coming up? 
Let me do all this housekeeping, right? I got the My Studio Operation Summit. Where will I be September 17th and 18th? Fairfax, Virginia. That's right. I'm leaving on a jet plane. I'll be out there hanging out with Dave Kovar. Tulay, John Cassidy, Lynette Lay, Min Wilson, Tony Parker. There's just a good group of people. Small environment, right? It's a great place to network. I dig the smaller boutique events for me. It allows me to serve people better. I'll be coming out there to serve up my brand, Thriving in a Brave New World is the talk I'm going to share with people. And things have changed dramatically in our terrain. And if you, as, as a forward thinker, a visionary of your business, can see the potential there, then you can position your school to not only survive, but thrive heading in the future. Cool? Right on, right on. And then, of course, if you can't make the East Coast, come join me here for It's Time Live, November 13th through 16th. It's Time Live Change right here in Millbrae, California. Five minutes from the airport, five minutes walking distance from the hotel. And I have Sam on, 120 students. Been around for about three decades. He's a multimillionaire. He understood early on in the game he didn't want multiple schools. He took what he made, educated himself through disciplined investing, and he's helped a bunch of school owners achieve million-dollar status in their retirement. So Sam will be here, and then I'll be holding down the rest of the fort. Look for the links there. They're all in there. All right, all right. Can I do this now? Can I, can I? Let's see if I can bring this man, the legend, into my room. Okay. Let me share the screen with you, my brother. See if I've got you in here. Okay. Let me turn this buddy out in the corner. I don't get to have too many guests on live, so I think it's cool that I got him, but it might take me a minute to dial this big dog. There he is. There he is to save the day. Got it. I got all kinds of things popping up here. How's hey, that, sir? my brother? Are you awesome. there? There yep, you are. I'm here. So everybody give me some love and a big hand for my brother, Roland Osborne. Yay! Hey. What's happening, sir? So next month is Bully Awareness Movement. But before we get into that, let's just kind of yes. get people caught up, man. I know you were all over the country. You really went out there. You were here in, in Millbrae at our Millbrae location for the Thrive yes, Tour. And that's yes. kind of your segue in, in, into your next thing. But really, let's jump back 10 feet. Why? Yes. Why do you do what you do? Why do you sit there and go to 35 states, 50 schools? Why do you do what you do? Because that's that's brutal. You know, that's yeah. brutal. And you're always out there pounding the pavement, not, you know, always selling product and, and, and stuff, but you're really in it. Tell me why. Why? Yeah, man, there's a, there's a lot of reasons. But, uh, I, you know, first and foremost, I love the martial arts. I love what it does for people. You know, obviously, I'm talking to the right crowd here. You guys all know how martial arts changes people's lives and be able to have the ability to go out and reach, teach and inspire as many people as possible is my life mission. Right. So, but um, why, as, but why, why? Yeah, it's because it's deep inside, man. It's what, it's what I love to do. It's who I am. It's my, it's my core, it's my soul. I mean, was and, there an aha moment? I know you talked about the one where you, you where the kid had cancer. That was a big sure. aha moment. But what, what do you think made you decide this is my mission for life? You know, whether I make a million dollars or not, this is what I'm going to do. You know, yeah. what what was that that aha? Because everybody looks for that, right? We all look for that aha moment where we understand our purpose and our why in this world. Yeah. What's our purpose yeah. on the planet? What was yours for this? Yeah. So I would I wouldn't say it's a one moment in time. I would say it's a building building blocks of time. You know, I did have one kid who, who did develop cancer, you know, the story there. And he was four years old, five years old. And his parents said, hey, you know, we asked him before he goes, you know, li to live with his grandparents, right? 
um, what two things, a couple things, or what does he want, right? And he said, I want to get my black belt, and I want to go meet Mickey Mouse. And I was, like, just blown away that I had that much influence on somebody. That was one of the last things that, you know, this child wanted to do. Well, you're right up there with Mickey Mouse, too, my brother. (laughs) Right, yeah. And then the second one, you know, my next-door neighbor um, took his life, and he said that nobody cared about him, young kid. And um, those two things kind of catapulted me and pushed me in the direction of, like, hey, if I could have just talked to that kid or if I could just reach out to somebody in the school system. So I would say those are two pivotal, hard pivotal moments. And then, obviously, you know, when you're teaching in a school and you're seeing those magic moments in those kids' eyes and are looking at you, whether they're getting a new belt, whether they're getting their black belt, whether they're getting that sparring move or they're winning a trophy, whatever it is, and you're doing it at a mass scale and you see parents crying at belt graduation and you see all these things and you take a step back and you're like, it just continues, that spirit, that fire continues to grow. And, um, you know, when I finished my TV show from Brazil, and I was flying home and, and Discovery Channel sent me a message and said, hey, there's going to be 20 million house homes, 200 million house homes that are going to see this TV show. And I thought, man, what can we do with the power of martial arts and how can we influence people to live a better life? And so all those things are kind of just those blocks where you continue to go down that path and continue to grow. So um, I wouldn't say that. That's why. That's why I get out there. And I love seeing. I love teaching. You know, I don't want to just create programs, you know, because there's people that don't have schools. There's people that just create programs and tell people what to do. And if I have a leadership instructor training program, I want to go out there and show them I'm going to jump on the floor. You watch me teach. I'll teach your 50 kids. You practice place out and watch the magic. You know what I mean? In in a good way, not an arrogant way, but in in a way. And they're like, man. You know, you are right. You are you're the real person. You do work out. You do train. You you are who we say you are. And um, the Thrive Tour is amazing, right? Schools are just trying to build their 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 student base. They're trying to get their old students back. So I created a workshop for beginners. All the new students and all the schools are growing, and I want to plant that black belt mindset in them and and help them make that shift. That this is what I want to do. The second seminar was designed for getting all the old students to come back in, get back out on the floor and to re-motivate them. And then the third seminar I did was all about uh, staff development. You know, a lot of schools have new staff members or getting, bringing new staff members back or building that confidence. A lot of people left the martial arts. And, and so I, I, I wanted to go in there and talk to their teams and tell them how great what we do is and how to be strong and how to help the school grow back and to think of themselves like a team, to look at not just teaching class, but, you know, building martial arts athletes for the game of life and going out and changing the community and all those great things that sometimes we as school owners try to tell our instructors, right? But when they hear it from somebody else or they hear the same thing from somebody else, it's like, boom, you see the connection, you know? And um, I'd ask them at the end, what's the number one thing you got out of it? And, you know, none of them ever said like, oh, was that awesome drill? It was that, that one word. They're like inspiration, like passion. And I was like, really? And it was, I, didn't, I didn't think that was it. That wasn't even my main goal was to, to fire them up inside. My main goal was like, here's the tools you need. And they're like, yeah, but you're so passionate. You care so much about it. Everybody kept saying the same thing. I was like, yeah, but look what we do. (laughs) You should have that. Right. So, uh, and, 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 and I think the biggest thing is that, you know, it's not just the why, but it's how you did it. You climbed into your Hummer and you were on the road for what, two and a half months. Yeah, it came right? out to almost three months, yeah. Yeah, in pretty in adverse conditions, right, in different yeah. parts of the country, in yeah. pretty adverse conditions. And you went out there for the love of what you do. And I, yeah. I saw it at social media. Some were very small schools with, yep. you know, a handful of students clear up to, you know, the big ones in Florida where you had hundreds and hundreds of people. And that's, yeah. the, that's the thing that is most inspiring that you remind me of every day you step Thank on you. the mat. 
You know, it's whether there's one person in the room or there's a thousand in the room, you teach with that same love and passion and intensity. And I have to admit, it's been one of the, definitely one of the catalysts for me in the past year and a half. Thank you. Teaching again full-time. Yeah, whether I'm in a parking lot or standing in a kid's driveway, bringing him his belt or doing a one-on-one virtual private lesson or now that we're, you know, we're back indoors here. It doesn't matter. And I think that's the big thing in retention. The big thing in what we're trying to say is that you can't get excited when there's a thousand people. And then if there's two, you're going to act like, wow, what am I doing here? And I think that's what's very inspiring about you. And that's what everybody picks up as well. It doesn't matter. You make me feel like I'm the only person in this room with you. And I think we as instructors should take that to heart in everything we do, that we have to make that one student feel like they're the only student that's in that room. And if we can do that at a heart level, we make that emotional connection and the rest is, is, is gravy, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cool. All right, my brother. So, so let me find a good question in all this. Um, Let's see, where do we want to start? Because I have a bunch. Okay, here we go. Tell us about Bully Awareness Month. What is it? And why should martial arts schools participate? Yeah, so obviously Bully Awareness Month was created by the U.S. government uh, as a month to kind of just help bring awareness to what's happening out there. As we know, some of the alarming statistics, right? You know, one out of four kids report being bullied. But the, some of the stats and that I've seen is that, you know, they feel that's you know, those are the kids that are actually reporting. It could be like one in three are actually uh, being bullied and some people just don't say anything. So it's obviously uh, a big challenge. Over 160,000 kids report like not going to school uh, every day because of bullying. Um, you know, it's it's the largest bully side. It's, it's the largest um, reason why kids from 11 to 16 take their lives, right? So it, it's, it's, it's a big challenge and, and the government um, wanted to do something about it. So we have a huge opportunity of where we can take advantage of the movement. Um, I don't see why the martial arts industry, or I do see why the martial arts industry is in a perfect position for all of us, because we all have you know, 50, 100, 150, or like you, you know, almost a thousand families and students in your school where you can help make a massive difference. That's one, two, three, four. There's a lot of kids in your schools that are getting bullied in all of our schools. And it's not if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. Yes, sir. It's not if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. That's how you have to educate your parents too. It's like, listen, your kid might not be getting bullied now, but make sure they're at the seminar so they know when it happens, what's happening to them, right? Um, across the across the globe, uh, Bully Awareness Month is usually in November. So we can take the whole month of October and November, wherever is comfortable for you. And you know, there's a couple different ways that you can um, kind of take advantage of this. I look at it kind of like one, two, three, four steps. Like step number one is just talking to the students in class. Make it your mat chat for the month, right? Make it your lesson of the week for the month. And talk to the students about what bullying is, the four types of bullying, what the double bully is, like these just standard, simple little um, uh, bullying exercises and and knowledge and and have those in class. You can do some social media posts and just bring awareness about it and kind of educate your kids, right? That's kind of what we call like level one. Level two would be taking, which is an awesome idea, take your Friday classes, take your, your, your Saturday classes and those special classes for that week right? Um, that is their class. And they go through a bully awareness workshop, have them take the pledge, right? They write it on the card. I'm not going to you know, bully others, uh, have the parents and the family members and the brother and sister sign that card as a family. We're not going to bully others. If we can get just our students and their friends and their family members to, to make that pledge, to not bully others, we can make a massive impact, right? 
You know, your every student you have times three or four or five, right? Um, we know the largest bullying starts, the largest um, stat starts in the home because it's mostly the older brother or older sister that's bullying a younger brother or sister, making fun of them. You know, a lot of times they're just kidding, but they're still making fun of them over and over again. And what does that kid do? He goes to school or she goes to school and says the same things to other kids to try to let out that frustration, right? To try to feel better. So bullying starts in the home first. So we got to have the parents there. We have to have the family members there. We have to get them to commit to not bully others and to really care about their family members, right? So that's a huge win if you can do that. So I really like when the schools have the workshops and they invite their, 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 their family members in. The third way is to have all the students do a, a, a leadership challenge, right? Leadership challenge is this. We're always telling uh, our students how to be leaders, right? And sometimes we can have examples in class where they stand in front of class or they lead a group and that kind of thing. But if we want to be real leaders, we want to get out in the community, right? And that's inviting our friends and family members to help change their life. So we have this bully awareness event on Fridays and Saturdays. We have all these classes Friday, we have all these classes Saturday. We want you to invite as many of your friends as possible, many as your family members as possible. Get your classroom here, right? If we can change that third grade class, all those kids are going to go to fourth grade and fifth grade through high school. We can get them all to sign cards and not bully others and to work together, right? Um, that's powerful. So level three is creating the challenge for all the students where they invite as many friends as they can, right? For us, we give them like the Live Your Life t-shirt if they invite three friends. We give them a wristband if they bring one friend. And that's just for them to put on and wear and be like, hey, you're a leader. You change your freaking community. You change that kid's life, you know? And uh, so so that's how we do that. And then the last one, the kind of, kind of level four is really getting out and inviting like the soccer team or inviting the YMCA or inviting the boy scouts or going into the school system and giving invitations to the entire school to come to your school for a special event or you going there. So there's a lot of different ways you can participate in bully awareness month. And you can, you can do all the way start from level one to end up to level four and really be that community leader and make a massive difference. And, uh, so why, why should schools participate? Well, a, they should want to change their own students' lives. If we can eliminate bullying from our own students, the students are right in front of us. We can, and the families, we can make a massive difference, right? Two, you can reach out in the community and change people's lives. You can really make a difference, right? Three, from a marketing standpoint, it's powerful, right? If you concentrate on the outcome, the income will come, right? And so we're always constantly giving. We know that 1% ever wants to join, 1% of the community ever wants to join karate or taekwondo or martial arts. But over 90% of families and parents want their kids to be, you know, understand what bullying is, to know what to do when a bully approaches them or, or they're being bullied, right? Wants their children to be, you know, have to, uh, a stranger awareness and to have fingerprint and to be, you know, safe. So we use these to get out into the community, to reach those people and to get them involved, to see what we do in our school is not just kicking and punching, it's changing people's lives. And when they see that workshop and they feel that workshop and they see the transformation in that class, they're like, we want more. And if that kid's getting bullied, what better place to bring them right to your facility. If you look at, um, therapist, right? If a kid's getting bullied and he goes to a therapist, the therapist is going to work with him, right? And or her, and they're going to, they're going to help them, but they're also going to recommend what, that they start an activity to keep their mind off bullying, to, to, to meet friends and be, be around other people, right? To start exercising. So they feel stronger and more healthier. 
and we know from a, a standpoint of learning self-defense, right? There's no confidence like self-defense, confidence, you know, the, the, the ability to stand up for what you believe in, to stand up for who you are, all those things work together in a martial arts school, like when, when the way that we teach with the special events, with the classes, with the kids cheering for each other, for building friendships, they're accomplishing goals. Like it's like, bang, bang, bang. You look at the list. Cause I, I talked to some therapists and I was like, what do you recommend for kids that are getting bullied? I know this is, this was part of my research that I did. And they're like, you know, they show me the list. And I was like, this is like a martial arts class. It's like our program. So I was like, man, it's, it's, it's awesome. So if you understand that, you know, you can, um, again, make a difference in your students' lives and, and the, the family's lives. I know well, it's a long answer. Yeah, <laughs> but. no, no, but, but it's not my brother. I, I think what we're trying to say is stop looking at the ROI on these events. Yes, they're great marketing events. Yes, there's potential to get new students, but, you know, focus on the outcome and the income will come. I really yes, love when you say that because Thank I've you. always been that way. Do what you love and the money will come. Do it smart, do it right. And what we're witnessing here, and I'm reading it all over the country, is that because kids are coming out of this, they've been in shelter in place, they're a lot more on edge. We have more fighting going on in our district, you know, than we've witnessed in a long time, even at the elementary school level. You know, my son's middle school's already had four or five fights and they're only in the third week of school. Our oh, elementary okay. school. Yeah, the elementary school, there's even been cases of bullying and, and they're really passionate about the social emotional learning as they call it. So yeah. what, what, flip on the script should we use coming into this? I mean, not leveraging the pandemic as something to focus on, but what data, what can we say about because of the pandemic that this is even more urgent? I mean, to be politically correct, how would you say that without seeming like you're riding on a bandwagon? But it is a fact, Roland. It is a fact. Kids are shell-shocked from this whole thing. They're coming out to school. A lot of them still have to wear masks. They're freaked out. So I think they're on edge. I mean, we're seeing it in our after-school program. Kids are quicker to hit. Kids are quicker to snatch. Kids are quicker to push, you know, and they don't even know why. They don't mean to be a bully. They don't even know why. They're just freaked out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely – yeah, well, I mean, obviously there's so much uncertainty. There's, there's, you know, people don't know how to act. They haven't seen people in a while. Um, we know that uh, statistics from the, the U.S. government that cyberbullying was up a lot yeah. as kids were online all the time. Yeah. And now they're learning how to use computers at a younger age. And like, of course, there's a keyboard warriors right out there. And they just realize that they can make fun of somebody so easy by just pressing something, a button and, and such. But um, yeah, as kids are coming back right now, it's just such an interesting time. People are getting back into like, something that's so unique. They're used to sitting at home. They're used to being sheltered and now they got people around them and they got to learn how to adapt and talk to people. And, and you know, there, there's a lot of, of that going on. So um, obviously now that kids are back in school, we want to help them to develop relationships. Um, what's something that I just added to uh, this year's 2021 uh, bully awareness program cool. is what's the opposite of a bully. The opposite of bully is a friend. And how do you friend up, right? And, and what is being a good friend? And so we kind of added that exercise in and, and uh, we talk about what being a good friend is, how to introduce yourself to somebody, how to say goodbye to somebody, you know, and how to be a good friend. And we have them go through that, um, you know, five questions, you know, what's your birthday, what's your favorite food, those kind of things with each other in classes. And they're really learning to build rapport with each other at a different level and get out of that shyness and get out of that shell and learn how to like, all right, I got to come back out of that and have some social skills, right? And, and it's such a cool exercise to do, and the parents love it. They're like, yeah, this is amazing. Like, this is what we need. And you see people building those relationships in class right down the line, just like we did instructor training. That was, yeah. that was fun drill. 
Yeah, and and when I saw that in the Thrive Tour when you were here, yeah. I yeah. knew you were going to put that as a component in, sure. in in the bully awareness movement because I know if I could put a face with the kid and I know his birthday and I know his favorite yeah. color, his yeah. favorite food, now we're creating a relationship, right? Exactly. It doesn't start out as some keyboard thing or an Instagram video or this yeah. or that. I mean, this person has a face. I know your name. I know your favorite yeah. color. So yeah. I believe there's a lot more empathy uh, organically just by yeah. those five questions. Yeah. So tell them, and, and can, can you give them those five questions really quick? Yeah. Well, I mean, basically it's just, um, you know, obviously knowing your birthday, that's the most important thing. Knowing somebody's name, you know, a lot of kids in class don't know each other's name, which is fine. So get to know their name, get to say their name, um, getting to know their, 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 a couple of their, their dreams and their goals in martial arts. We say, what's your favorite martial arts move or favorite kick or sparring technique. Uh, we kind of use that. So you kind of put your martial arts stuff, you know, kids are like, ah, I love sparring. I love weapons. I love this. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, so yeah. it's, it's getting to know their name, getting to know their birthday, their favorite color, their favorite food. I mean, that's so funny when you hear the kids like, ah, oh, my favorite thing, pizza. And another kid like, I like sushi. And it's like, you just picture them eating. You're getting to build rapport with them. You're getting to know the person, like you said. And, um, it's really hard to bully somebody when you know somebody's story, right? Yes. Yeah. All of a sudden you have a connection with them and there's no reason for you to bully them. And, and as we said, like in instructor training and what we say in this friendship building is like, there's three important components that you want to make sure as a good teammate in martial arts is one, you never hurt another teammate, never hurt another teammate Two, you always help a teammate. If, if somebody falls down or they make a mistake, you always help them. Right. And number three is you always encourage each other, always encourage each other. So in our white belt classes, we're constantly building that culture where they're cheering for each other. They're holding targets for each other. They're having fun. They're getting to know each other. They're asking them their big five questions, their big 10 for our camps when they have a little bit more time and they have to memorize that in less than three minutes. It's like, all right, what's my birthday? And they're like, February. And it's like, what's my favorite food? And they're like, pizza. And it was like, what's your favorite martial arts move? Tornado kick, you know? And it's like, it's fun to see these kids laughing and trying to memorize, you know, what, what, what makes them special and what makes them unique. And it's like, you know, at the end, we talk about that. We're like, look at nobody likes the same exact food, the same exact music, the same exact color, born on the same day. Like all of you are unique. And that's what's badass. Be unique and rock that. Right. And, and so, yeah, those are fun drills, fun things to do with them. Oh, I lost you for a minute. Hang on. Am I there? Can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. You just came back. Okay, cool. Hey, hey, my brother, I got a question down here in the yep. comments. Does the program include physical techniques along with the verbal judo techniques? There uh, are yes. times for each. Yeah, yeah. So you, as you become, one of, one of my favorite things is being able to master these bully awareness talks and these main just subjects that you can get down and talk to anybody about. Imagine when a kid comes in and in, in the the parent is like, Hey, my, my child's getting bullied. Right. And you're like, perfect. And you can pull out this one sheet or you can pull out your little bully awareness case and say, this is perfect. You know, in, in our introductory course or a private lesson or whatever we do with them, you can sell them a private lesson program, four or five lessons. If you want, whatever it is, you can go through these main things with them and go through these topics and, and all that kind of stuff. And you have it wired. Right. So that's one of my favorite things. When a school calls and they want you to do a, you can go into the school when you're at your martial arts school, you can obviously teach martial arts. And there's a couple of reasons why I like that. So we use martial arts as an exercise, right? Um, you know, you're using your blocking, you're using your kicking, you're using your pushes, you're using all those things, you're using your stance, you're using your hidden stance, like you're using movement to create that body flow, to create that exercise, to make them feel good, right? It's not about fighting, it's all about protecting. And we know that bullying is about 80% verbal and 20% physical. But you won't stand up 
to yourself if you don't feel physically strong enough to do it, right? So it's like we want to build that strength at the same time, get them ready to worst case scenario, but we don't want them to fight. And obviously, you're protecting yourself is much different than fighting, right? It's not conflict resolution. You're not trying to fight. You're not saying, I don't like you. Oh, you I don't like, you know, what you're saying and, and let's fight it out. No, this person is bullying you. They're saying things over and over again, or they're trying to push you. They're trying to be aggressive. So what I mean by that is in your school, you can do some self-defense, right? You can put your hands up. You can work on blocks. You can work on clearing. Okay. We call it a, a push clear, just push them out of the way. Nonviolent self-defense. You can push them with your foot, right? We might know it as a push kick, but it's also a push to clear your opponent away from you, right? Or somebody trying to hurt you. Right. So we work on that. In the school, we can do that. When you go into the school system, you most of the time can't do any physical thing. So we might teach some basic um, stand-up. This is what a stance is. This is how you protect right. yourself. So you can do a head shield. You can move yeah. out, right? You can clear them away. You know, you can push them away. Like those kind of things, but you got to be really careful with that. The main goal is you want to go over just the basics, right? right. What is bullying? you know, um, the, the four types of bullying, what is a double bully? Just go through those basic things, what to do if you get bullied, you know, um, and to prepare yourself if you do get bullied. So you want to go for those things and then say, Hey, if you want to come back for a, a lesson, you want to learn some self-defense or self-protection. Um, I would in the school system always use the word protection defense. I like the word protection. Like, yeah, yeah. Protection. When you said that it just resonated, yeah. you know, I was yeah. going to mention that because I went, yeah. wow, I've never heard anyone saying protection. Protection yeah. is so much more um, nonviolent. Yeah, nonviolent than self-defense, yeah. right? Because when we think that. of self-defense, yeah. even like that movie, what is self-defense, right? It's very violent. Hey, my brother. So, what mistakes do school owners make? Right? You've given us some good things to teach the students about bullying. Yeah. Right. So we've addressed some verbal as well as physical. But what are some mistakes school owners make? I, I would say number one is just thinking that in your mind that just teaching martial arts is going to end bullying, right? We do have to explain what the four types of bullying is. We do have to understand bullying at a higher level, be able to speak the language correctly. I think that's important. I think using words like protection, right? Like we were just talking about versus self-defense uh, is important. We're, we're, we're not, you know, we're, we're protecting our body. We're protecting our life and protecting our soul from, from being bullied. Right. Um, so that's important. Number two is, Having professional materials. As an industry, we can all step up, right? Having really nice, having a kit, having a card that everybody gets, having a pledge card, like really, really high level professional uh, materials. Wearing a matching shirt, right? A t shirt and some nice, you know, joggers or something as you go out. Um, I'm not a huge fan of wearing a martial arts uniform in the school system. Yeah, I'm not uh, either. I, 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 I like to go there and look more like a gym trainer, more like somebody, you know, I can go in and look professional. So we have our live your life shirt, which matches your liver life things. It's the same color. And it looks like you're a professional trainer in that subject. Right. And, and I think it's less threatening. Yes. Most people or martial arts schools yep. will come in, you know, with a, a could be worst case scenario, a dirty white uniform, right. With this, this black belt, it's all shaggy. And, and, and I get it. I love the respect. I love the dirty white uniform. Trust me. I'm, I'm all about that. But to a mom, she's like, who is this weird guy? You know, yeah. and to a teenager, yeah. like, who is this weird guy? You know, yep. it's it, 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 to me and don't take this offensively. It's like, it's like, it's like the Christian guy who's standing on the corner with these giant signs and he looks crazy. And he's like, join God, join God. And you're like, that guy's pushing more people away from God than he's doing good work, you know? Um, so, so to me, it's like, you come in, you look professional, you have professional materials, you speak the language. 
and you know everything from your presentation um walking in the school system you're wearing the stuff you look sharp you have the wristbands you hand these things out you hand the kids out my presentation on my tv i'm looking at my tv right here <laughs> but my presentation on my on my tv right um i have it on my phone i have i have my whole bully awareness presentation right on my phone i can literally just scroll right through it and it's still these are the four types of bullying right and and, and you have it on the screen and you just go and imagine you were the number one bully awareness trainer in the world what would you look like how would you present it and what would be that overall brand and, and that's what i've worked so hard to create to help people so when you go into the school system they don't look at you as a karate guy they respect you as the highest level bully awareness yep. trainer in your community yep. and then you're going to get every every teacher and PSA and every person like, Hey, we've got to have this person come in and talk to our entire school. And it's so easy to follow a simple presentation. We all know how to teach. We all know voice fluctuation. We know how to work or walk around and, um, and we can really make a big impact. So again, that was a roundabout answer to, to, to what is the, the, the percentage of, of things that you want to work on. But we do know that it is 80% verbal, 20% physical gets a little more physical in uh, junior high um and girls are less physical girls are more an emotional bullying where they're exclusion and they're making fun yep. of people and behind their backs and things like that where boys are more tendency to get a little pushy and shovey you know in in junior high so you kind of want to know those stats and such um but yeah that's um well i think verbal. i i think we really need to also share passionately it's the 80 percent you know, verbal, emotional bullying, it's only 20% yeah. physical and nobody's going to sure. defend themselves unless they decide they're worth defending, right? Sure. So that whole that. confidence angle, well, yeah, yeah. and, and when, when I used that years ago, you know, the, we're so passionate about building confidence in children because they won't stand up for themselves unless they believe in themselves. You got to decide yes. you are worth defending. And once you decide that you're worth defending, and that was years ago in women's self-defense workshops, because sure. a lot of these women come to us and they they're bruised and yes. they've been wounded and their self-esteem is low and they're not even going to act to defend themselves because they just don't believe they're worth it. And I do think yes. it's appalling. I do. I think it's so appalling, Roland, that right now somewhere in this world, a 13-year-old girl is going to wake up and decide because she's been cyberbullied, not touched physically, but yes. cyberbullied to the point that her best choice is to take her own life today. I believe right. that's appalling and we have failed on every front with that young person's life. So I really believe the whole confidence component is vital. And that whole, yes, if you're physically fit, you're confident, right? You're confident. So I believe we in martial arts can really position ourselves, but I also agree with you. I would never walk into a school in a full uniform. Never, never, cool. never, never. Just never, because it is. It, it, they, first he goes, oh, you're that karate guy. Show me some of those karate moves. But if yeah. you go in there in a cool T-shirt, like live your life, you got a pair of you know sweatpants on and you're accessible and you're in the mix with them, that already eliminates so many barriers. And I witnessed that. The first thing they make every kid do is stand up at attention, right? And then they start teaching them kicks and punches. It's like, what are you doing? And that really is just it. I think, you know, you have the professional materials, you've got everything. Because I've used this. I've used this, you know, before uh, every year for bullying. It's just, it's very systematic. It's simple. My question is, how can somebody with a strong brand co-brand with you? when they're yeah. doing this. So they still want to promote their school, right? So sure. when we talk about, you know, it's a good marketing for new members. I love the t-shirt. I love the brand and everything, but how can you co-brand and make that work, you know, seamlessly? 
Yeah. Well, I think it's like, you know, Apple using Intel processor. It's like, Hey, we have the special program one, two, if you're part of a bigger organization, we're, we're, we're part of a team of instructors around the world who are helping change our community. That just makes you a part of something bigger, which gives you obviously a, 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 from a brand standpoint, a, a much bigger impact and much more confidence in what you're doing versus like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a karate school and I'd like to do this. No, we're part of instructors all over the world, teaming up to help end bullying in our communities. We're part of the live your life program. And it, it, it gives us like, I don't want to say an association, but it gives us, you know, a group of people to work together for one big movement, which is, which is nice. They can go to our website. They can look at the live your life program. They can see how awesome it looks and, and what we're doing. And, and uh, principals will send us messages all the time. And, and they do look, obviously they're going to have you come and teach in the school and they say, Hey, you're part of the live your life program. You know, the instructor will hand them, this is exactly what I'm going to hand out. This is what we're going to give all the kids, like that kind of thing. On all of these, there's an area to put your information. So most of people will put like a, a Avery 5160 cool. label on it, right? Cool. Or you have the whole entire back. So this is the 10 ways to help end bullying. So this card, every kid gets. And then on the back side, you can put your information. Hey, free workshop this Saturday. Call to, to come in. You know, it's just a free. We always follow up with a free workshop whenever we teach in the school system. That free workshop is always Saturday at 10 o'clock or one o'clock. You can choose and just call and we'll do a mass intro at that time, right? Sometimes we'll have three kids show up. Sometimes there'll be 15 kids show up, right? Um, it depends how many classrooms you went to and how many people you saw and I, how long ago it was. We try to schedule all of our bully awareness workshops in school systems on Thursdays and Fridays. And then we follow up. We say, hey, this Saturday, we'd love to have you guys come in and, and have a good workout with us and all of our team. We'll go through more of this and you can learn some self-protection techniques and things like that. If somebody does try to grab you or push you or try to punch you and the kid's like, yes, you know, and, and you plant that seed with them. So um, that's the co-branding aspect of it. Um, when it comes to like the t-shirts and wristbands, again, it's part of the kids being part of the whole program, live your life. We have a few schools that'll put their school icon on, on this shoulder. This one says live your life on this side. They'll put their school icon on this side. That's cool. That's what you want to do. Um, I don't think it makes a difference to be honest with you. I think the no, kid putting the, sh yeah. putting the shirt on and they feel like, boom, I'm a leader. You change the community, wear that shirt with pride. You know what I mean? And, um, they do, and they love it. And the parents are like, man, you, you made a huge difference in our kids. I might be like, what do you mean? Your kid made a huge difference in the community. Of course, I'd love to reward them for that. You know, it cost me $10 or $12 for one of these shirts that come from this cool company. And they're part of a mission of there's, there's gotta be 50,000, 60,000 kids running around with this shirt on knowing that they change your community, but as a team, we're changing the world. Right. So, um, that that's, that's where that comes from. And I think co-branding is just, you know, you have your school, they're coming to your school. You, you, you are the, the person in the community teaching that they're going to come to your school. And, and, and I think it's a, that's a huge win when it, when it comes to co-branding. Well, yeah. And when you're part of something bigger, don't think that that's a miss. It's a huge plus. I tell that to my sure. clients and kids yeah. love life skills all the time. I said, you know, exactly. this is, it's an international life skills system that you're partnered with. You know, we help educate you and train you and put you in that position to be a life skills leader. Yeah, I think it's a win-win. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely believe it's a win-win with that. Um, did yeah. we answer that then? You have held a lot of these events. What results should school owners look for? And is this good for marketing new members? Well, I think we've covered that, right? Yeah, but on the quick, so everybody says this, right? Um, if one of my students would just bring one person into the school and they enrolled, I would double my enrollment. Right. So that, yeah. so I always say, what are you bringing? What, what kind of events are you hosting and having 
that are life-changing that your students can bring friends to, right? So we have the Youth Safety Day, which is our biggest. Bully awareness is probably our second biggest. Our biggest is Youth Safety. But I need to inspire every single student to come to the event and bring their family members. Who's the number one student you want to sign up? Is a student's family, right? Yep. We know the student's family stay longer, pay more, they come to more events, yep. and they're just part of yep. it. The family that trains together, gets through the pain together, ramming trains together, kicks together, sticks together, right? We know that. Yep. So that's the first one. I got to target the family members. Number two, I want to target their friends because a friend is a, a student's always going to go do what a friend's going to doing or something cool that a friend's doing. I want them instead of going doing something else that their friends are doing, I want them to bring their friends into our martial arts school. So I got to create those cool events. So we have the bully awareness event, we have the youth safety event, we have the health and fitness event, we have martial arts athlete day, right? These are all giant cool events they get to bring their friends to. And eventually it's not if the family's going to enroll, it's when they're going to enroll, right? It's not if you're going to bring a friend, it's like how many of your friends are going to come in, right? So looking at that, um, so the results you should be looking for is let's get at least every student to bring one family member or one friend and we've got to get, they've got to come with somebody to this event. That's going to pack out your classes, which is awesome. If they bring three friends, they get the leadership t-shirt. That's our main strategy. If I can get three people, you know, imagine the massive amount of people that are coming in and the good that you're doing, right? I'll say like, what's your PL? Well, some people look at it as a PL as like my profit and loss. I mean, I look at it as a PL as people's yeah. lives. How many people's <laughs> lives have you changed? Right. So I'm adding it up at the end yeah. of the year. Uh, hey guys, uh, what's your PL this year? Oh, we did a thousand, yeah. we had a thousand family members that yep. we uh, that we changed. So a different yep. PL in that aspect. So that's the results you should look for. Um, so let's get all of your students to invite three people to the event. And you can do the math because every school is different. And I probably will enroll about 25% of the people that come in. It, it, it depends on the demographic. It depends where they come from. But that's usually the number we found from doing these events over and over and over again is, is really about that 25%. I've had some really good ones. We'll have like a bully awareness day and there's a lot of families there and the parents come and it's a big thing. And it's like half of the people will enroll. And I give them a certificate and say, hey, you, this, you might not be ready today, but when you're ready, bring that certificate in. This is good you know, for the next year. Because it's not if they're going to get bullied, it's when. And we're here for you. I know you might be in another sport. You might be doing something, but we're here for you. Like, I'm, I'm going for the long-term approach, right? I'm well, going for and that's the, the and, and, and you and I sing that same song that it's not yeah. about the lead. It's not about the trial. It's not about enrolling students. It's about creating relationships. Yes. And yes. relationships we, we invest into are ones we find of value. So yes. I really love that mindset, which I live by. It's not if, but when. And if I yes. know one day they will sign up for martial yeah. arts then I'm not so focused on making it today. I'm really sure. concerned more about cultivating this healthy relationship because I know that when's going to come. And when that when comes, I want to be the only martial arts school you think about. And if I do things like martial arts athlete day, I do things like bully awareness movement. I do all these different things. I'm just like an irrigation drip system. And pretty soon that's going to yield fruit, right? You don't yeah. get fruit in one day. So that whole mindset shift, you and I share that. And it's something I believe people should focus on versus always, what's my ROI? What's my PL? What's my ROI? I think that's really short-sighted. And, and I know sure. you agree with me on that. Sure, sure. You don't oh. have to look at the time you invest in it, and, but you can look at the ROI. You can look at it as a positive yeah. marketing yeah. strategy for a few hundred dollars. All of your students are going to learn how to put bullying to the side and live their best life. All of your parents are going to be raving, right? We talk about what's your number one marketing strategy, word of mouth. What are you giving your mouth. parents to talk about? They're like, 
boom, we can't believe this awesome event. You know, we got these cool handouts. You know, the, the instructor really talked to us and like motivated us. We got to bring friends in, you know, they got to do this. We changed, brought the whole soccer team. We brought, you know, and you just, you're giving your parents something really cool to talk about and to believe in and you're, you're preaching or, or doing what you preach, right? So um, I, I think that's, that's uh, you know, a huge win for, uh, for everybody, you know, and, and I went from my main school went from 125 students to 500 students in two years. And I will tell you this, and, and this is why I'm so passionate about this. Why I want you guys to learn these is the bully awareness program and the youth safety program nonstop. We just keep putting families in our school, families in our school. And they just keep hearing about what we're doing and they'll come back six months later. Like, yeah, we have this, you know, we, we weren't ready then we're ready now. Then the school system, right. They start seeing what you're doing. You can walk into the principal and look, here's pictures. Here's what I want to do. You're so good at it. And then this month you're doing the entire school. You're doing bully awareness talks. Two months from now you're doing youth safety talks, right? Three months, four months from now you're doing PE teacher of the day. Like they just love you. And, and you, how many students are in the school system around you? And more than you can system, handle. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm not saying you, I'm just saying yeah. whoever's watching this right now, the school down the street from you, the elementary school would yeah. fill your entire school. You wouldn't be able to handle it. Right. So it's like, for me, when I first started looking at marketing, I said, all right, who, who's my main demographic, right? So it's moms and it's kids. And I'm like, where are all the kids? They're in the school system. I'm going to get in the school system, right? I'm going to get there and I'm going to show them how cool martial arts is. I'm going to go build rapport of them. I'm going to be there for them when they have a challenge. I'm going to know they have a place they can go work out. That's badass. That's cool that they're going to love. And they're going to be a part of a, a cool group of kids that are doing amazing things. Right. So yeah. that, that made all the difference. Well, yeah. And, and I think that's part of the innovation or the disruption that we're always mining. You know, if you show up in August in your freaking karate uniform with a box of donuts on teacher development day, <laughs> gotta, you know, I just, I, I mean, I, I say that adamantly because I still witness it everywhere. And, and I think that's, that's not who we are. And that's where I love, you know, I was with your hyper fight club. I did that with you in that commercial way, yep. way back millennium training. You know, I dig that you're always mining to push the envelope and ask us and challenge us to be better. And we yeah. can't do that doing the same old thing we did 20 years ago. We simply yeah. can't because child development has changed, the psychology, the social environment, everything's changing. And if we don't make these types of changes, then I believe we're misrepresenting the potential of what we can do. So, what is the Hyper 2021 Bully Awareness Masterclass and Live Event? What is it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I want to go into that, but I just want to finish one last thing with what you said. I want us as an industry to get an award from the president yeah. saying, you know what? The martial arts industry has done more to help end bullying than any other industry in the world. Like, that's what I want. And that's why every year I, I, I push so hard to get everybody together so that we can do that. So I have data. I can go to high level people. I can go to the government as... The, the CEO of Live Your Life and be like, look, at, we have thousands of schools. Well, if a thousand schools reach a thousand families, which is pretty easy for us to do, right? With all of your students and their friends and family members handing stuff out and inviting people and getting one school talking out there, that's a million people that we can have the data for and be like, yeah, we affected a million people this year. Let's go 2 million next year. Let's go 3 million. So when I created the, the 2021 Bully Awareness Masterclass, last summer I did a Bully Awareness event live. We had 10,000 people take that class. And that was over like a Facebook live event. And I want to triple that. I want to quadruple that. So what I did is I actually did the bully awareness class live. And I want to do the same thing this year. So basically, it's cool. the, the master class is a few things. One, I wanted to make a small basic kit 
that every school can use for their bully awareness talks, right? Very simple handout, very simple invitation, a very simple class plan that will super easy that you can teach all the students. So that was one. So I created that. Two, I want to train everybody on what bullying is and, and, and what to say and, and those things and go through that. So I create, I'm doing two live uh, instructor training sessions, okay? Uh, and when I say live, like online live classes uh, for the master class. The second thing, I'm doing two marketing strategies so that you're two classes on uh, marketing. So, you know, your internal marketing and your external marketing, right? Three, I'm teaching two live classes that you can stream right to your Facebook page. So now you can advertise to all your students. Hey, come take a bully awareness class from, from Roland Osborne. Invite all your friends. Invite all your family members. You can post this in any community groups you want. You can use it however you want. It's awesome. So all I do is give you a link and you put that link right on your Facebook page. You can put it right in any group that you want, and you can say, hey, uh, we're ABC Martial Arts, and this is Bully Awareness Month, and we want to make sure that you have access to these classes. It's awesome. I'm going to talk about the power of martial arts and how they should join their local martial arts school. Well, obviously, your information's there. So I'm going to do a fun little 20, 30-minute class. We're going to run around and do some cool things. I'm going to talk about what bullying is. I'm going to talk about inspiring them to help end bullying. I'm going to talk about going to your martial arts school. This is why. This will help you build your confidence, all these things. You can use that. So those are kind of the three things that I created the master class and um, I created for $99 so that every school can use it and have those materials forever and make a massive impact. And for me, I wanted to make it so inexpensive that it's just a no brainer so that we can get a lot of great martial arts schools behind it. I'm going to train your staff on how to do it. You're going to know how to do an intro, a bully awareness mass intro anytime. You're going to learn how to do a workshop anytime and you're going to have all the materials that you need to, to crush it. So that when a situation happens or you get invited to do something, you're going to know how to do it. So that's what it is. It's, it's hypermasterclass.com. You can go there and register. Um, all the master classes are going to start um, two weeks from now, but uh, they're going to be up for all the way till the end of November. So you can cool. use it for the next two and a half months to train your teams to understand. And, and I really, really, I, I, I made it so inexpensive just so that people can do it. You know, you get yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I know. I just sit in awe on you sometimes, my brother. I, I just oh, love, I, I love the work that you do, and you I know, I, I just I just strive to emulate and walk in the yeah. shadow of my brother. Oh, man. I appreciate <laughs> hey, that. Hey, uh, this James is asking. It would be awesome if we had this for adults. They get bullied so bad at work and in their personal life. Anything in the pipeline for this? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, in in my research, um, I did look at bullying, and I would say, again, you can use a lot of the same materials geared towards adults, but it's just shifting to the workplace. What happens in the workplace, right? You have uh, executive exclusion happens, right? Like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with this guy because I want them to progress in the, the ladder of success. You have some some higher management, you know, uh, bullying others and stuff. I would say just go online get a few of those, what are the top things that happen to adults and bullying, and just add that to what we already have. What are the four types of bullying? What is bullying, right? Those type of things. And then use those statistics that for, for adults, and you can talk to them in that as well. We, we've tried, like, um, bullying really goes down. The percentage of bullying really goes down in high school. Yes. Um, it's, it, it starts, like, in first grade, and it just kind of goes up to junior high, gets the highest, and then it kind of goes back down. Um, but it is, it is relevant. It does happen in college. There's hazing and things like that. Right. We know that. Um, and then it does happen somewhat in the workplace. So again, I would just look at some of those stats, um, 
and, and I would pull those off yourself. Like, I, I don't need to come up with a program for you guys. You guys, you know, we have our basic stuff that you can use. I would just use some of those stats when you talk to the adults. Hey, it's Bully Awareness Month, you know, and I would have the conversation. Hey, sometimes it happens at work, right? It happens to you and me, right? There's other people who bully us online, you know, uh, yep, for, for maybe time. something we say, right? You <laughs> all know, there's, the other, there's other industry leaders out there that might make fun of things that we're yep. doing. So yep. it, it happens. And, and when that happens, we, we have to handle it the same way we tell our students to handle it. So I, I definitely, I think it's a great conversation. I don't think you will get that many adults to come to a workshop, but I definitely think that you can talk to uh, your adults in your adult class and just say, hey, it's Bully Awareness Month. You know, how many of you experienced this at work before? And, and, and just get the feedback. Like, yeah, exactly. That's how that happens. Exactly. And probably just keep that conversation open about that. That's what I would recommend, James. Oh, yeah. And, and it's always a constant dialogue in all of our adult classes. And it's the same premise, Roland. You got to first decide that you're worth defending. And if you're healthy and you're confident, you know, and you feel good about who you are, then you're more resilient to that type of behavior at work, whether it's from upper management or a coworker. But even more sure. so is you've established what are your healthy boundaries and what's exactly. acceptable for you. But if you're not sure. a balanced, healthy human being, you have no healthy boundaries. So somebody, somebody flipping you off that you cut off could ruin your whole day. So sure, I think you're, sure. you're right. It's just taking what you have there and really managing that more in adult conversation. Because you're right, it's not physical bullying really at that adult level. It is exclusion. It is working your way up the ladder. It is yeah. you know all those different little things that I believe add yeah. up, add sure. up for people. Uh, and and I think that's something um, that more now than ever we need to address. Right. Yep. And you see it, especially with the whole masking, no masking. Some guy went into a Wells, Wells Fargo and he was told he had to wear a mask. And he, he waited in the parking lot when the guy got off work, the manager and started a fist fight with him. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. So really getting people to invest in their mindset and being physically healthy and emotionally confident. Those, I believe, are going to be huge, not only for adults, but for young people moving forward, that to invest in their confidence and their emotional well-being. Mental martial arts, however we want to call that, is going to become a big part of what we do. And, and yeah. I, I think that education that you offer is powerful and we need to keep reading and researching and studying because just because I have a black belt doesn't make me authority on child psychology. But sure. I can't just take things at face value. I truly believe like you, I need to research and apply this stuff before I just say, okay, great. If you know this person says that, I'll do it. And that person says that, I'll do it. We all have sure. these unique cultures like yours is live your life. You're very passionate about that. You know, you should be able to live your life freely, go where you want, yeah, yeah. do what you want. Nobody should bully you any time, any place. You're living your life. And that's really the whole message here. But we can't do that unless we're emotionally and, and, and uh, other than physically strong. We have to be emotionally and mentally strong, right? Yeah. Cool. So the whole goal is to put, put bullying to the side and live your best life. Put fear to the side and live yep. your best life, right? We're, yep. we're overcoming the, the, the five biggest challenges that kids face, you know, and, and uh, what, what you said earlier, um, and part of what is opposite of being a bully is being a good friend. So what do good friends do? Yep. And one of the things that we talk about is respecting other people's choices. And you brought that up because of the whole mask thing. Friday, I was driving home from here, from the training facility. And I'm at the training lab, right? You guys probably hear music in the background when people hitting bags and stuff. But um, uh, I was driving home and it was, we saw one kid wearing a mask and everybody else wasn't. 
And I, and I, I thought, I bet you that kid's getting bullied for wearing a mask because yeah. other kids aren't wearing a mask. Right. And I know that's a massive thing right now. Like, hey, I can see kids, but like, hey, dummy, you're wearing a mask, like, you know, and, and, or the opposite, whatever it is, you know? And so it's like, Oh, you're not wearing a mask. You think you're tough or whatever it is. And it's like, we've got to learn to respect other people's choices and respect that they're unique and embrace that, embracing ourselves, embracing others. And that's something that we really want to get across when it comes to bullying. Then we said that earlier, you're not going to bully somebody when you know their story, when you've built rapport with them, you got a chance to talk to them. You see what they love and what they like and the things that are important to them. If you know somebody's story, you're going to be compassionate, have empathy towards them. So that's all about building those friendships, which is, which is cool. Well, I think that's powerful and when we talk about the relationships we have in the community, that's one of the reasons why somebody asked me the other day, you're still teaching outdoors, but you've been open for three months indoors. Well, some people's comfort level is they want outdoors. So we'll, we'll happily meet you in a parking lot. We'll meet you online or we'll meet you indoors because we have that empathy towards you and we respect that that's your Your comfort level, right? That's your choice. So let us meet you there. And it's now turned into three really strong revenue streams for us as a result of that versus trying to say, no, martial arts can only be taught in person on a mat and that's it. And that's the way it is. And that's the way it is. Right. It is for them. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I, be, I beg to differ. So take us out of this. We're just about out of time. What's the last yep. thing you'd love to share with people? Like, I, I would just love for you to, to be inspired and motivated to help end bullying in your community, right? And if you can, if you can change your students' lives, you've done massive, you know, you've done some massive work. If you can change your, your students and their, their families' lives, you've done more work. If you can change your, their family and their friends' lives and get in the school system and reach your community, um, let's all team up and let's help change the world. You know, let's, let's all do that and work together. This is a massive opportunity we have to make a difference for our students, their families, their friends, and the community. And, and we're the best people to do it, I believe. And, and, and I agree. And that's why Kids Love Life Skills is really proud to be a part of the bully awareness movement. Yes, sir. And to support you, you know, from day one. I mean, I don't know how long ago you and I met. It's been well over a decade, but... And I could remember even from day one, I just get what you do. I believe in what you do and the way that you present it to the public really helps martial arts and our industry. It shows us in such a good light. And I think we need that more than ever, because as much as I love the popularity of Cobra Kai, you know, some of it I'm challenged by. Right. Here's a solution. Let's go to our high school and fight the other guys, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and as fun as that is, I think it gives a real mixed message. So the yin to the yang that you keep trying to share with people about the arts, I think is valuable as well. If I'm empathetic you. towards you, if I know who you are, if I get your story, what does that have to do with kicking and punching and protecting myself? It has everything to do with that. It does, because I think I'm more balanced and at peace if I know your story and I'm less likely to take a defensive, fear-based view of you, right, if I take that time. But that already is another life skill, right, empathy, taking the time to decide that, wow, I want to get to know you. I want to know your story. That's important to me as a human being. Right. Yes, but it's hard because everyone's TikToking and Instagramming and right. They're so selfied out that their self doesn't allow that. So yeah. I, I dig that that's a big part of what you do. So I want to thank, thank you, you my brother, so much. Appreciate you. So thank you as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm going to wrap Thanks it up. So. Yeah, absolutely. My brother. Love you, man. Thank you so much. Love you too. Thank you. guys.
So you guys, there you go. And, and I know we have our own take on bullying. We really do. You know me, I feel very strongly about my brands and what I do, but make no mistake. You know, I'm a smart cookie. And when I see something amazing, like the bully awareness and movement or just about anything Roland does, you know, he taught me about rotating curriculum. We sat together in Germany in a pub and we cultivated the marketing for our second location, which went to 285 in less than a year. You know, Roland generally comes from a heart-centered place and that's why it's easy for me, honestly. For me, it's easy to listen to Roland. And what does that mean? My mind is more open and receptive to Roland and what he does, not only because he knows his stuff, that's a given, but because his heart's in the right place. And if you witnessed what he did over the past three months, driving from state to state across the country, you know, in a grassroots movement, genuinely just giving to groups big and small, there's no way you can't see that. So what are we all going to do? We're going to become part of the bully awareness movement. I'm going to encourage that for you, not just for a monetary gain, not just for new students, not just because it's only $99 a month, because it's the right thing to do. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Cool? All right. Man, that was a good day. Was that a good day? I think that was a good show. So why are we doing this show, folks? Because I'm not going to be here this Friday. There will be no show this Friday because where am I? I'm at the My Studio Operation Summit, September 17th and 18th, Fairfax, Virginia. There'll be myself. Dave Kovar is going to be there. Yeah. John Cassidy, Tule, Lynette Lay, Min Wilson, Tony Parker, myself. And it's going to be a small, intimate event. About 50 school owners, I understand. A very boutique boutique environment. I dig it. I dig it. So there will be no success. Never sleeps this Friday because we did this great gig today. How cool is that? Right. And then of course, if you can't visit me on the East coast and meet me there, think about it. Think about joining me out here November 13th through 16th for It's Time Life Change. My special guest is Sam On, and he's a multimillionaire. He only owns one school, 120 students. We're going to take you through the ranks with that one. It's going to be an amazing event. I highly encourage you to come out and join us. Uh, we sold out the 20 spots, but we opened up seven more for the four-day experience. We have a two-day and a one day. Cool, cool, cool. And one more time, let me thank my sponsors, my studio. I get to see the team out there this week. Kids Love Life Skills. You need character development. Go to kidslovelifeskills.com, uh, mystudio.app, LC Accounting is lcaccountingsc.com, uh, and of course, marketmuscles.com. Thank you so much to my sponsors. Because of you, it allows me to do what I do, which is offer this, this, this amazing experience to people each and every week to really help school owners move that needle, create your version of success personally and professionally. All right, hey, I am Brandon Beliso. Thank you so, so much, everybody, for being here today. Share this with everybody. We'll put the broadcast up shortly. Uh, find me everywhere, just freaking everywhere. See my podcast, Success Never Sleeps, as well as Mindful Meditations, uh, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, LinkedIn, everywhere. For everything else, go to brandonbeliso.com. Until we talk again, what are we going to go out there and do? Live your best life. Yeah.